RPG for You and Me presents Absolute Zero, a side campaign for our Patreon members, run using the Savage Worlds rule set in our custom cyber fantasy setting. Savage Worlds is owned by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group. You can find them and their products online at peginc.com. As always, thank you for listening. It means the world to us. With that out of the way, let's get back to the story. As Boreas gathers his wits over the next 30 seconds to a minute, his skin burns against this vacuum. He will make his way back down into the train. He is going Are to... you going through the orange this time? Because there's not really a super good way to get in. Yeah, he'll make his way back to the orange, swing himself back into the train car and land with a heavy metallic thud and just try to take stock of where everybody's at and what the situation is. Lou and Wyatt are still passed out. Dez has not moved. She still has this chump in a noogie lock. And Victor's pacing back and forth with uh, Calla watching him. And he's got, like, his hands in his hair, looking decidedly frazzled. The one guy is unconscious, though. The noogie? Yeah. <laughs> he's just a, a limp rag doll. Dez, don't kill it. I didn't. He nods. I mean, I don't think. Is that smoke still in the car here is it that cleared out slightly when everything got sucked out sure they um she got away they disconnected the train car i managed to keep it together for the time being but we should we should move up in the train yeah that's probably a good idea huh and uh make sure that anyone else that's stuck on this end comes with us i think you guys are in the last car for simplicity and then yeah i mean if they're walking up the train he wants to make sure that everybody who would be disconnected is coming with them too cool you can do that with little to no problem. Right. I don't know how packed this train is, but it was coming it's from the reef, so I figured probably not very. One or two stragglers per car, but you only have to go three or four up. It's not that many people. He'll usher those people into a different... He's he's still going to try to keep car to themselves. Right. So I think there's... um. You know how on airplanes there's that connector bit that's kind of accordion-like mm-hmm. that connects the plane to the... Yeah. I think that's what the train car connectors are, so it grows and shrinks if there is any disparity like until that. it's sheared off. That's cool. I like that. He'll gather his friends and all of their stuff and move up to a safe place on the train before having a conversation. Des has this guy over her shoulder like a sack of potatoes. Before all of that happens, he'll go over and pat Victor a few times and just say, You okay? No. That's a fair answer. Let's go. Come on. Yep. He's grabbed a lot of bags to make himself feel useful. Flash forward to once they've moved everything into a different car and are recongregating. He'll also want to go up the train to see if there's any kind of conductor. We'll take the lot. <laughs> God. Um, he wants to make sure somebody knows that one of those connectors has been severed. The conductor is well aware that some kind of bullshit was happening. Talking to you about sensors and what what's going on. He'll give the personnel on the train a very brief explanation of what just happened without giving any personal details. If this person has a job to do, he doesn't want to be in the way and he wants them to leave him alone. So The conductor sucks on their tooth for a second and says, you know, we had other stops to make, but if we have that kind of 
structural damage. We're not stopping until we get to the hub in Olera. Good man. Hope that's where you were going. It was. Thank you. Be well. Yep. <laughs> he goes back to the group. The conductor mutters about their supervisor. <laughs> Rejoin Boreas and company. He's pulled his respirator down. Runs a hand through his hair. I think he's taken to pacing as well because he just does that when he's in thought. A snack car has come by. Cal is sucking on a very tiny juice box. It was probably too much money. She's collapsed onto the one whole bench. Is just Cal town right now. Yeah. You did very well, Cal. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone, fast response. That's what I like. Very well done, everyone. He managed to smelling salt, Lou and Wyatt awake with a medical kit. They have one in every car. Sure. You know. He definitely checks to make sure that Lou is okay before Wyatt. Lou is unfocused and probably will remain unfocused for quite some time, but they're both awake now. I wonder why they tried to kill Wyatt first. Guess that uh, tells you where her loyalties lie. Wyatt shrugs. Mm. She must have known that I'm stopped reporting in. Yes, that is likely, but we'll get you somewhere safer, don't worry. We're on yeah, our way there. we'll see. We will. Thought a trade was pretty safe. <laughs> what can you do? What can you do? I can stop my friends from being taken away with help from my other friends. I can keep you alive. A lot of good you did falling asleep like that. I don't know what you want me to say. I'm not asking you to say anything. Just know that we looked out for you. Whereas Rena Morgan tried to have you killed on sight as a secondary objective. I won't say it doesn't sting. Oh, there you go. <sighs> Lou has his cheek up against the seat. They went for the cars, right? The couplers. They always want to do that. It is a very effective method if you can get it to work. He which goes, they did. He smacks his mouth a couple times. <laughs> it hit him a lot harder than Wyatt from what I rolled. Oh, man. And he has a better vigor than Wyatt, too, so... We know it was Rena Morgan, because that's what the woman said. Did you recognize her, Victor? The chainsaw arm? Yeah. You know who she is? It's Abigail. Abigail. She's just... She does what Alex does. I see. She's all right, you know, except for the capturing and extortion and... Sure, I think I put some fear in her, so... Did you kill her? I did not. I was trying to capture her so we could talk... I managed to partially disable her arm, and then she panicked and jumped off the train. That checks out. We've still got this one, at least. Have you taken off their helmet? I don't think he did up to this point. Well, let's see who you really are. <laughs> Pulls off the mask. Just your most average-looking white dude. Short brown hair. Boris just says, no. Victor walks over and squints. I don't know who this is. Um, are they like you? Can you tell? Lou turns to Lou and points at him. What do you think? His extra, cold. <laughs> his extra set of yellow eyes open up. And he's like, cold. Mm. He's still unconscious, right? The yeah. Okay. Des knocked him out real good. Right. Um, Victor, before we get into all of this, literal moments before this started, I got a notification from that Namo Din fellow we were talking about. Oh, that guy. Good. Yes, that guy. He sent me the details of his favor. Is it easy? In a way, yes. He wants Alex. G you know, good. Good. Why, why, why would he want... How did he find out about Alex? I have to imagine that he spoke with Rena Morgan because I foolishly dropped her name. So this one is on me. Is on most of them, I suppose. I don't think that's true. Well, I didn't make it any better either. 
Oh boy. What did you tell him? I told him that his message was received and I would be in touch. Very non-committal. But this is a man who has a stranglehold on Ella and her operations through financial means. Who is... I don't... Can you think of any reason he would want Alex aside from using him as a bargaining chip for Rena? Either to present him as an offering to curry favor or solidify an alliance or else as blackmail or something to hold over her. I mean, you said he has a robot body, right? Yes. Maybe he's looking to upgrade. So maybe we give him the body, but not Alex? Well, he's in the body. Well, I thought we took the core out. Well, that's not where he is. That's just, you know, the battery. Oh. Like, I'm not in this. And he tanks his chest and where should be flesh is a weird glass-like sound. Oh, I guess I thought it was kind of like a brain. I feel like we've had this conversation and I... It's been a day. Yeah. Oh, Listen, shit. I don't know how you work. <laughs> Neither do I. Oh, my. I... I could maybe rewire him to make him look like Alex. I don't know this guy. I feel less bad about doing that. Maybe that makes me a bad person. I don't know. What, for rewiring Namodin? No, this dude. Oh, this one here. Yes. This, this guy. <laughs> well, we're sort of in a rock and a hard place. I don't truly know what Namudin could do or bring to bear if we turned on him. I mean, wasn't that the plan? Yes, that's been the plan, but now we have sort of further proof that he's... If we refuse Namudin, he is sure to go to Rena Morgan and offer his services, and then we have both of them allied against us. If he's talked to Rena, he's probably already in talks. Yes, but we don't know the extent of their relationship. I think Rena needs friends. I think she does. Because she's losing them at a rapid rate. And we don't have a means of really bargaining with her at this time because she's not going to give us anything we want. I don't know. Part of me was thinking if we gave Alex back to her, then she would... It doesn't matter. Namo Din is not the true enemy. Rena Morgan is. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I could just ask him why he wants him. That'll tip my hand to show that I do have him. I mean... He's asked for Alex's check. They don't know that we still have him, for certain. Would would Rena know? Does she have some sort of transmitter to be able to tell that his consciousness is offline, but he's not dead? Is that possible? I really don't know. I'm not on the production line, as clinical as that sounds. Damn. Is it... Do you think we could find a, an arrow expert on the surface? I don't know. I don't think they really like being up here in general, considering how we're viewed. That's true. Des huffs a little bit and squints at him. He's not looking to stir up drama between his friends right now. Lou just slaps Victor's shoulder very sloppily and is like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I like that. Victor looks like he takes that to heart. What do you think? Do we wake this guy up now? Do we try to keep him out until we get back? I think we should wake him up in a different place, you know? That seems best. I'll put something over his head so he can't see in case he wakes up. Des just covers his eyes. That's fine. Is there like a, <laughs> a spare backpack or something? Yeah, just pull probably. out a backpack and zip it up like around his head? Yes, you can do that. Yeah, do that. It's a new look. It's all the craze. All the kids are doing it nowadays. Oh, I believe it. You guys can get back to Alara without too much further trouble, though. Yeah, that's my goal here. Get back, regroup at the casino. Even if you call for a car, it will be there. I do that. Excellent. Just to facilitate getting back to the bases soon and safely as possible. D 
Des reallocates her belongings through other bags and crams this guy into her big duffel bag to carry him (laughs) out. Perfect. Gives you a thumbs up. Like a very cunning, wily thumbs up. That's a good solution, Des. Well done. I know it is. (laughs) Confidence. Very inspiring. They will make their way back to the casino. Base of operation. You guys go into the little sub-basement. You get there down that sneaky little alleyway ramp that closes up behind you. And you guys can go up to your several floors allocated for your use. Excellent. Lucky 38. Where do you want to stash this dude? A holding cell that is not accessible to randos. Do you want to take his core out? They want to interrogate him. And they don't want him escaping, so if they make him go offline until they're ready to plug him in and talk again. Victor can handle that. No problem. Yeah, I figured he could. They just put him in the closet with Alex's body. Just hang him up on a <laughs> hanger. Oh, God. A meat hook. Just open a closet. It's a bunch of different robot bodies. You can return to your beautiful, luxurious, comfortable home base. Your skin has stopped burning. I think it prickles just as aftershocks, but you're not unaccustomed to that. Maybe even still in the train, we get a shot of Boris flexing his hand and looking down at it curiously. Maybe that gives him ideas for the future and how to resist environments and such. Maybe. He'll make sure that Dez is settled and gets a place that she can go, probably near Kala. As long as Kala's cool with that, he'll put Kala and Dez nearby. Since the train, Kala has been on Victor like glue, basically, until they're home and safe, and she's very concerned. He's going to want to put Wyatt somewhere, but in order to do that, he's going to have to talk to Ella first. That's true. So maybe that's one of his next priorities is to go find Ella and give her an update on the situation and... Ella's office is one big, long rectangle, and at the back of the rectangle, off to the right, are a series of hallways and corridors with the auxiliary rooms and labs and stuff. So that's basically where everybody's been clustered. It's the top floor. It's the safest. Absolutely. Oh, he also wanted to drop off his fancy new Cory samples in the lab to make sure they're stored somewhere safe and he can experiment with them. That is off of Ella's office. You don't see her in the office itself. Okay. As you walk by, could you roll me a notice at minus two? Loop a six into a three, nine minus two is seven. No raise. As you're walking past her desk area to the hallway where the lab is adjacent, you hear a clunk from around her desk. Maybe he's walking by and looks in, doesn't see her, in motion moving away, and he hears the clunk and then pauses with a curious expression on his face and takes a step or two deeper into the office. He's going to try to sneak around because... She's under the desk. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's asleep. Oh, no. She's even snoring a bit lightly. She does have a bottle by her that is clunked and rolled away from her slightly. Oh, jeez. She has a scrap of paper. Looks like she was writing something down, but... I'm so curious. Boreas is so curious! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He'll look back, make sure the office door is closed. It is. He wants to do a twofer. He wants to go and check on her, but while he's checking on her, see if he can read the note without touching it. <laughs> her hand isn't actually on the paper. little pen she's holding, but... He still wants to read it without touching it. That way he can have plausible deniability <laughs> right. to himself, right? Um, like, I didn't go out of my way to read it. I just kind of happened. Right. She's just bundled up under there in business light outfit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But she just looks tuckered. Oh, man. What kind of bottle is it? Expensive. <laughs> Wine or a liquor? Her looks more like a liquor. Oh, jeez. Okay. 
So on the crumpled piece of paper, it looks like the one side of it that you can see the underside of is expense reports mm -hmm. or something, but there are these little short paragraphs written on the other side, really sloppy scrawl. But as you look at them, you do recognize the format is haikus. Oh, okay. I like that. What's the haiku? Did you write me some haiku? I wrote you some haiku. Oh, that's wonderful. I, I love this. I work pretty hard on these I love day. this. Give yourself a Benny. I can't do that. Oh, I'm giving you a Benny. The first one is peering the skyline. There's that fucking blimp again. Why is it so bright? <laughs> that's great. Okay. These ones are all in quotation marks for each line. It says, please sign here, Laza. We need your opinion, Ms. Meeting over lunch. Mm. But the last one that you see, handsome Boreas, marble statue of a man, and gosh, real fine ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe he does burst out laughing at that. He can't help it. Strokes his ego real nice. Yeah, I think he does laugh at that. I don't know if that wakes her up. How, was it at your volume that you laughed? I think it was unexpected, and Boreas is also pretty tired at this point, so... I'll didn't. roll a notice and see. She grumbles a little bit, tries to roll away, mm. but she doesn't look like she's awake-awake. Ella. Ella. Maybe puts she his goes, cool Aww. hand near her skin so she feels it radiating but not on her. Ella. What? It's Boreas. Oh, good. Flops her hand in your direction. Mm. It's Boreas and his real fine ass. No. <laughs> oh, yes. No. Oh, yes. Um. Oh, not coming out. Okay, I can go. Just, uh, do you need a pillow or something? Do you want to sleep in a bed, maybe? Are you you're just hiding from people? Yeah. Okay. Uh, can't you just go to sleep in a different room? I don't know, maybe. I need help. Okay. Come here. Coax her out. This bitch sloppy. Oh, jeez. Okay. Did something happen? I mean, aside from everything else that's been happening. She makes a vaguely exasperated gesture with her hands, as if to say everything. Sure. I see. Okay. Well, um... I'm not, I'm, I'm not whole ass in two things. I gotta focus. I can't... I can't focus. Why can't you focus? There's so much. Okay, well, you have uh, you have a team who can try to help you with these things. She makes a very incredulous duck face at you. <laughs> you don't think she'd make a face like that. Why, why don't you come with me? You can sleep in my room or wherever else. It doesn't matter, but you can tell me what's going on. Okay. And you won't be in here, so people won't be looking for you. It'll be fine. Okay? Okay hold out a hand to try to steady her. If she needs him to carry her, he will, but... I don't think she would mind it. Yeah, come here. She crumples the paper in her hand to hide it, even though you've oh, already no. read it. Hold on a second. Wait right here. And he ducks around to cast boost trait strength. <laughs> That's very good. Blew up a six into a two. Eight. So he boosts his strength <laughs> from a D4 to a D8. Do you pick her up effortlessly? Oh, that's the idea. See, the great thing about this is he could have done it with a D4 and she probably wouldn't remember anyway, but now. Now she might remember. Yeah, so quick shot of Boreas leaning around the desk, putting his respirator up and going <laughs> really quickly. And then we see the quarry trailing through his veins and a tightening of the muscles. And then he goes to pick her up delicately. Ooh. 
hold on. And he will take her to either his room or a different room on that same block where he can let her lay down and rest. She motions further down the hallway. She's like, I moved my stuff here. Oh, very nice. I just can't get away, so I want my stuff. Sure, well, let's go see your stuff. Take her to her room and go inside and lay her where appropriate. There is a cat inside. Oh, it's a little cat. Hello. That's Bub. Bub? I see. What what kind of cat is Bub? What kind of cat do you think Bub is? Bub sounds like he's a big fluffer. Really poofy fur, big unit of a cat. (laughs) Like a long bottle brush tail. I'm thinking maybe like a Crookshanks. Okay, I can see that. Instead of being an orange tabby, he's kind of like a mahogany. Hmm. Brown, red around the eyes. I like that. Like a Mrs. Norris. Yeah, like a ginger (laughs) eye. Hello, Bub. Don't mind me. Bub looks disparagingly. I know. I know. It's okay. Bub doesn't know that it's okay. Thrashes its little kitty tail. Yes, you'll get over it, Bub. You're on the payroll. Maybe. It goes over to eat some food. (laughs) He'll take her and lay her down in her bed. She's dressed like in her business clothes. Yeah. Make sure her shoes are off. He'll put her under covers and stuff. So nice. Yeah. So, um, looks like you need some more help, hmm? Yeah. Is that okay? I'm a problem solver. I was worried about you. Well, not that that's not unwarranted, but we made it. We got who we were looking for. Diz. This Alpha. She said she's nice. Yes, I think. Uh, she's nice as long as you're on her good side. She's quite hulking, really. So her good side's a big side. What? Because she, she's big, yes. you said? Yes, she's big and good. She nods like this makes perfect sense to her. We can talk more about specific things you need help with after you rest, okay? I'll fill you in once you're awake. Come and find me, okay? And don't go too far, okay? Oh, I won't. Don't worry. He'll lean down and kiss the top of her head or something on her hair. Her face is mostly tucked under a blanket, mm-hmm. but you see her eyes sort of smile. You know what I mean? Sure. Hats her a few times and will make his way out of the room, dim the lights, and leave. Something you notice in her room, a lot of scarves. Nice. A lot of scarves. Wonder if her neck gets cold. Still has his Corey samples. Yeah, he'll head to the lab then to store those in a safe place and maybe check in with Ron to see if he's made any progress. Ron is bustling about. He's a big man and he's got big energy today. Oh, nice. Well, Boreas stays out of his way. Boreas doesn't want to interrupt his funky flow. Oh, Ron, hello. Well, hello. Uh, has your work been fruitful? As fruitful as it can be. That's wonderful to hear. I'm glad. I mean, we don't have anything we need to fix her, but we know what we need. Oh, we do? Well, kind of. That's, well, then I guess that's kind of good. Anything you can tell me now? Or is this a bit more involved? No, it's surprisingly simple. I would love a surprisingly simple explanation, yes. She over there, she's sedated. If you look over, she's got a breathing apparatus hooked up to more things than she was previously, but she's still sleepy haggard. But he gestures over to her. So what we need is one or the other of these things we could... I'm fairly sure I could do some good work if we had samples of what they use to do this. So whatever wellspring they got in that facility, I could do something with that. Okay. Or or it's a little dicier a proposition, but if we had a couple gallons of raw quarry from a different source, we could just purge it all out of her. 
it's not the best solution, but it would stop her deteriorating. I is are they both a means to the same end? Uh, kinda. The wellspring would provide uh, an easier avenue for it since it's what caused it in the first place and I wouldn't have to do any additional tailoring to it. Well, not much. But if we just pump raw quarry into this lady's veins, you know. I do know, yes. With a faraway expression. Well, um, thank you, Ron, for everything you've done so far for the information. I'll speak with Ms. Lazar, weigh some options before moving forward, but I find it very unlikely that we would be able to procure samples of what they used on her, given that it's within their own compound, unless we were to make some sort of trade, he says thoughtfully. But, uh, I think finding several gallons of rock quarry would be far simpler, and uh, that is something that I could help with. Oh, got deep pockets, it would seem. Uh, not so much deep pockets as a shallow memory. Is that a dig at me? No, no, I'm sorry, Ron. No, it, 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 it was a dig at myself, actually. Oh. Sorry, waves his big hand. And he waves his much smaller hand. <laughs> no, think nothing of it. I didn't mean anything by it. No, this was really, this was a lot easier than I thought it would be, mostly thanks to Victor's notes. They're, he's very good at taking notes. <laughs> he's very good at a lot of things. He's a good man. Yeah, I like him well enough. He's but- good. Well, um, I have some samples here that he pats fondly. Maybe it's like a small pack. These are my samples, and I would like to be the one to examine them first, but I would be more than happy to bring you and Victor in on my research. I'm sure you would have lots of insight and helpful things to say. He straightens his glasses as he's looking. We'll just make sure you label them so I don't forget. I will. He puts the bag down. You notice that a lot of stuff in here is labeled. It's not like memento-style labeling or anything on his own body, but... Did Ron bring his own label gun? Like I think he did. (laughs) He hands it to you to use. Yeah. The label he puts on the yellow quarry is growth stuff. (laughs) He peers growth stuff. That is quite specific. And on the other one, he just puts a big question mark, makes another one that says Boreas, and puts it on both of them. <laughs> like across the test tubes, <laughs> locking them in. Yeah. This isn't food, but it's still labeled, so I expect everyone to treat it with the same deference. He walks over to the fridge, pulls out a can of soda to make room for it. There's a lot of soda in here, and you can see crumpled energy drinks scattered around the room. Yeah, Boreas is not going to call foul on that. Yes, uh, growth stuff. It's really the best descriptor I can give you. We found it in the wild. It was making crabs grow to enormous sizes. I think it's got... Crabs? Crabs, yes. It's exactly what it sounds like. Huh. Terrifying. But it's solved, and uh, I'm thinking I can repurpose this. Make it something more interesting. Or just as interesting. Just as interesting as giant crabs. Yes. Uh, The other one, I'm not so sure. They didn't really give me any information. I think maybe they were just using it as a power source. So it might be more general, but uh, we'll see. I will stay away as it has been labeled. Wonderful. Do you need anything, Ron? Oh, I'm well set here. Glad to hear it. You see he's moved an additional cot into the room. There are extra rooms, but I think he just wants to stay where the business is. Sure, that's what Ella did too. Okay, well, let me know if you need anything, Ron. Ms. Laza is uh, having a wrist right now, so come to me if you need something. Is she doing all right? She She does not seem like a lady that's 
All right. She's under a lot of pressure, but she is our employer. She is a woman of uh, substance and action, so she does deserve that respect. And I expect you and everyone else to show it to her. Not that you haven't. If I remember to, I don't think I'd forget that. That's But fair. you never know. Of course, Ron. Don't worry about that. I can't label people. I mean, the gun. I mean, would it be easier for you if I had a... Shakes his head. Okay, well, I mean, I think I look weird enough from, you know, distinct from everyone else that hopefully it is your misfortune to have to remember my face. Nah, you're easier than most. <laughs> Good. Well, take care for now, Ron. Can do. And he'll leave. Any further conversations about what the next steps are needs to wait until Ella is functional. Well, he'll just go and check in with Cal and Victor, make sure they're doing okay. And Victor's hanging out with Lou. Cal is hanging out with Dez. I guess hanging out with Lou and Wyatt because Lou is his security guard. Lou, uh, until we can determine where Wyatt should be established, if you would mind keeping an eye out for him. I can keep four out. <laughs> as many as necessary. In the meantime, and he'll give him a lowdown on, you know, the casino and stuff like that. And he'll, I feel like Boreas has met some of the administrative people. Probably. Um, so he'll, he'll try to get the ball rolling on the administrative end of getting them IDs and access in situated places. Easy peasy. Uh, and he'll make sure that Lou knows he can order food and stuff like that. You can actually talk to Bings Bowman about that because he's yes. been demoted. <laughs> oh no, boy Bings. He was caught up in a cheating conspiracy. And he did very poorly. Very poorly. So I, I don't think Boreas wishes him ill will, but he's also like, I can't vouch for this guy because he didn't do his job very well. So he has asked for Bings. And then he'll go to Dez. Dez, when we spoke in the forest, we were talking about your friend Chetna. Chetna the best? Yes. It's been a long day, so I apologize, but do you know where she is? I know exactly where she is. You did say that. Where is she? We're not going to do anything yet. We have a lot to talk about, but where is she? She fumbles around in her brand new bedside table, very excitedly to have a, a brand new bedside table to mm -hmm. reorganize. Nice. She needs a uh, label maker. <laughs> she pulls out a postcard and hands it to you. He takes it questioningly, looks at it, turns it over. It's for a diner. Okay. And it says, come flap your jack. Damn it. A flappy jack's flappy shack. We see Boreas's mouth making these words, but without any sound. Flappy Jack's Flapjack. Flappy Jack's Flapjack Flappy Shack. I can't quite get my mouth around it. You know what? Roll me a common knowledge plus two. Okay. I got a one and a two. I almost beefed that. So with my two, I got gotcha. a four. Nice. Barely. You would know as a Pantheon agent. These are designated safe houses slash neutral zones for agents that are scattered about the belt. Oh, no kidding. She's at a Flappies. She's been there for a while. Which, which one? I guess this is probably this one. An address. <laughs> she an address says, on yeah. Where is it? Is it in Allure? It's out in the waste just a little bit, maybe an hour or two away. It's within reason. What is she doing here? I don't know. You can't fit that much on a card. How much did she fit on the card? All she wrote on the card was, Hey, Des, come and visit me sometime. I need help. Des, how long ago did you get this message? A while. Uh, I don't know. It's a long time. Time is an illusion, Boreas. I've been fighting crabs for a while. I got this before crab. I see. I'm not sure. At least we know where she is. Although if she's at a Flappies and she needs help, it's neutral ground. 
No business is done in the flappies. I wonder if she's trapped there. Trapped? I mean, at the end of the day, anyone can kick in the door and shoot the place up, but it's filled with Pantheon agents who are all loaded for bear, and it's- Can you fill me in on what a Pantheon agent is again? Oh, sure. We're like private contractors. You could call us mercenaries, but we're private contractors that you can hire to do jobs. Okay. Yeah. I've gotcha. Basically that. So a Flappies is sort of a hub. It's a meeting place, a safe ground. But if she went there to escape the notice of someone or something, and they found her there, and they are waiting outside, then they are preventing her from leaving. And by our own societal conventions, they are waiting for her, and they will not storm the place to get her. So it might not be comfortable, but I suppose it is possible to stay there for a prolonged period of time. This food. You would know that there are some people who have lived in a Flappies for two years, just to avoid talking to people. Rubs his forehead. Ah, well, I mean, at least we know where she is. That's something. I'm a little concerned. I mean, I yes, I. if someone sends you a postcard saying I need help, that is a reasonable thing to be. It is the last one I got. Oh, boy. Okay, well, well, we can certainly put that as uh, next on the list. Because we need to help Salea too. We'll figure it out. Get everyone together and talk about the state of things. That Ma- sounds good. Maybe tomorrow, not tonight. But for now, you two uh, relax. You know, catch up. Kala has been fly on the wall for this, mm-hmm. just absorbing. She's a good listener. Kala, you did wonderfully back Thank on the you. train. I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of me too. Good. Well, um, get something to eat and have a good night. Let me know if you need anything. Sure. And he will leave. The last person he wants to talk to is Victor. So he'll go find Victor. Victor is hanging out in Ella's office. She has fixed the fountain but removed the sexy Karnak statue that was on top of it. Nice. I think it's just, it's very tasteful. A tasteful water feature sends ripples on the ceiling. It is different now. Less garish, Mm -hmm. a lot more cool colors. This room's still, uh, Boris has an uneasy feeling every time he comes in because he can't help but remember the fight with Adva and what it looked like. And I did forget to mention when you were fishing Ella out from under the desk, the safe that you had Kala cut open is still there and cut open. She just hasn't gotten around to replacing that yet. Yeah. Boris just always has an uneasy feeling in this room, but he'll he'll go over and find Victor where he is. He's just watching the fountain with a thoughtful expression. Credit for your thoughts? To throw in? Sure. Well, put in your pocket to save for a rainy day. I mean, I'd just, I'd just as soon as throw it in here. Good luck, maybe. Is that a thing? I don't know. He tosses him a small coin. He flicks it in with his thumb. I think yeah. it makes it to the second tier. And he's like, yeah. Makes a small thing. How are you doing? Well, I was kidnapped today, very briefly. And that wasn't very fun. I did not like that. Nods. But thank you for, you know, timely rescue. You're welcome. It was mostly Kala. I couldn't have done it without her. I was surprised to see her. Worried to see her. But glad to be in the train again. She loves you, Victor. I know. You are the most important person to her in her life. I was worried for her too, but uh, we we can't call her her. She needs to grow. She needs to learn. She's capable. Maybe the best time to learn isn't in a 200-mile-an-hour vacuum tube. No, but... He looks very worried and very... You haven't really seen Victor angry, but he's edging that way. Mm. You're frustrated with me because I put her in harm's way. I'm frustrated with me because I can't do anything to prevent her needing to go into harm's way. I can't... I 
I didn't even grab my gun. I I had it. I didn't grab it. Victor, um, sometimes situations don't go the way you want them to, or the way you expect. Some of these things are training, practice, exposure to these situations over and over again. It becomes rote, ingrained in you to react at the drop of a hat. Kala only reacted because she's Vel, so... It's gotta be handy. Must be. You have many strengths, Victor. It's okay for other people to be able to do things that you can't. And if you want to get better at it, well, you can. It just takes practice. Don't put yourself in a box and tell yourself what you can and can't do. You'll be surprised. I mean, I, I was... I grew up in a box. That's all I got. Isn't it time to break out? Uh. So you can help other people break out of their box, too? I see what you're saying, but I don't know if it's that easy. Oh, I'm not saying it's easy. It's never easy. It's very hard, Victor. It's so hard to make yourself into something you are not. To get better at something you're terrible at. But you have to start somewhere. I can't believe it was Abigail. She, uh... He has a moment of realization. Uh... Special to you. No. Like an old flame, maybe? An old battery? Shakes his head... Disparagingly at the mention of a battery. Right? Just trying to... Bridge some gaps here. No, she's just, she's nice. We'd hang out sometimes, but she was more in Alex's camp, his job, but I don't, I... Do you have a way to contact her? She can't have made it back to Rina yet. I mean, she jumped off the train, Victor. She what? She jumped off the train. After we saved you, I was fighting her, and I got in a, a couple of good blows. Just one disabled her arm, and then she... That was smart. I was, I was lucky. She could have taken me apart. And then she made the decision to flee and jumped off the train. I think she was ready for it, so she probably survived. You know, Mm. probably. She's smarter than Alex, so she would have been prepared. But I don't know why they would have only sent that many if they knew who we had. Maybe they didn't know who we had. Maybe it was meant to be a small strike team. They weren't there for a fight. They were there for an extraction. And a murder. And a murder. But if you think there's a chance we can track her down, we can go and try to find her. I don't know where she would be. I don't know how to get in contact with anybody. Mm, This was my next question, if you had a way to open a line of communication. I'm very hesitant to open any kind of line of communication. Yeah. Because we could be tracked through that. Well, it seems like we're being tracked in some other ways. He grimaces and shakes his head with his hands like little chopping motions. I don't know. Yeah. And, And that guy wants Alex, and I don't know how this is all connected. If it even is. Maybe it's just coincidence. Maybe it's just a lot of shit happening at once. Coincidences are possible, but it's very rare that this type of thing would fall so closely together. I think the most plausible explanation is my blunder. I assumed he was working with Rena Morgan when we first met, and I name-dropped her. And then he became curious to find out more about her and asked for information, so I fed him some. And now he's asking for Alex's check, so it seems likely that they've connected in some way. And that's what we should act under unless we learn otherwise. So there's nothing to be done about it this moment. And I think we all need rest. But maybe we reconvene tomorrow, the next day, something like that. We figure something out. I spoke with Ron. He said, your notes came in very useful. Oh, that's good. Yes. He was able to make a lot of progress. He thinks we have one of two avenues for helping Soleil. One of which is obtaining some sort of sample of the Cori extract that is used at the main compound that would have been injected into her to help counteract it. Oh. Uh, my thoughts are that is 
quite implausible. Not likely for us to secure without dealing directly with Rena. Is that fair to say? Unless we could get someone to defect, but I don't think that's gonna be an easy task. I don't think it would be an easy task, but again, lines of communication. If this Abigail was not a bad person and she saw that we are capable and we could make her believe that we are on the right side and she is not, then do you think she would help us? Probably more likely than Alex. It's something, but if we can't get in contact with her, it's sort of a moot point. I'm concerned about that guy we have. What about him? Just seems off. Like he's a plant? Like they're using him to track us or something? I don't know. Rena said she wasn't she wasn't slated to make any new people for quite some time with resource allocation, but I've never seen this guy before. Is it possible that he's just an AI? He had a core, though. We took it out. Well, yes, I don't but know. You said the, I don't know. More to think about, but if there's anything that you can do looking at him to get more information, that would be useful. I'll take a peek. I don't know how useful it'll be. Feel free. We'll figure this out, Victor. Don't worry. I do worry, but like that's my thing, so... Oh, I know. It's just sort of a way to punctuate a sentence for me at this point. <laughs> of course, uh, we're all worried. Everyone's worried. Lou's nice, though. Yes, I'm glad we found him and could offer him an opportunity. I still don't like Wyatt, but if we can use him to make Ella's life easier and our lives easier by proxy, then we should. He's a scumbag, but he I don't know that he's a murderer. He bobbles his head back and forth a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I'm going to go get some wrist, maybe a drink, maybe a bite to eat. That sounds good. I won't bother you. That's never a bother, Victor, if you need to talk. I wouldn't mind a bite. Oh, come on. Let's go. You two head towards the fancy elevator that only you guys have access to. Mm -hmm. You click the button and it whirs on up, it dings, and a man falls out of it onto the two of you. Oh, God. A man? A man. Kind of a man. Man with a great big bushy beard and a lion's mane of hair. A cell Ico? A cell Ico. Oh God. Heavily bloodied. Oh, no. Boreas catches him. Maybe Victor and Boreas both catch him as he yeah, falls. Yeah, I think he falls directly into the middle of you. Like he was holding onto the door before it opened, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. The last shot we get is Boreas and Victor looking to each other wide-eyed as they catch Cell's bloodied form. Hey guys! For music, we have Crockett, who you can find on Twitter at Crockett80s and Crockett.bandcamp.com. You can find Marcus D at MarcusD.net and he's at MarcusD on Twitter. Savage Worlds was created by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group, and you can find them and their products online at peginc.com. And of course, if you'd like to support us, you can find us at patreon.com slash RPG for you and me. Lowest tier is $2 a month, and if you subscribe to the $5 a month tier or above, you get access to our secondary feed, which has all of Absolute Zero, all of Silica Valley, and then some side projects from other systems we've done, as well as a bunch of outtake reels, which I think are pretty cool. Special thank you to our patrons, a couple of patrons in particular, Michael, Chase, and Valentine. Thank you guys so much for being here with us. Thank you to some other patrons as well, Caleb Sunstead, Jackie, Dav, Zach, and Ben Hatton. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week, and then the week after that, and the week after that. And we appreciate your patience.